Welcome to the Soul Bodied Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Kinkela. As an entrepreneur, it's easy to get caught up in all the strategies, funnels, mindset hacks, and all the doing. And while strategies are important, success in entrepreneurship ultimately depends on you and how you are being within yourself and in your business. In this space, we explore how to alchemize your internal world and go deeper than mindset. We dive into topics like conscious leadership, embodiment, spirituality, and leading from a place of wholeness and belonging within as you expand into quantum level energetic soul embodiment. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 27 of the Soul Bodied Entrepreneur. Today's episode is a little bit different um, because usually on here I really share all about embodiment, about leadership, of more of the internal energetics of what it means to um, be a leader in your business and in your life. And today, I think for the first time, I'm actually sharing a more strategic episode of how you can really be successful in your business. So um, today I am joined by Ricky Lee Walls. And she is actually one of my mentors. And she's someone that I really trust when it comes to strategy, when it comes to marketing. Um, There's so many different kinds of business coaches you can hire, lots of different kinds of information you can consume when it comes to what does it mean to effectively market and brand yourself in uh, in the online space or as an entrepreneur in general. And I just really value Ricky Lee's approach to this work. Um, she shows up really consciously in the work. Um, and she also really shows up from a place of true service um, and also really knows the importance of valuing who you are as an individual to build a business that is sustainable. So a little bit about her. She's a brand and marketing strategist. And she helps female coaches, consultants, and practitioners build authentic brands, sell out their offers, and impact the masses. She is the creator of the program Your Profitable Brand and host of the podcast Ricky Lee Radio. She's been a lead marketing director for Six Figure Launches and has mentored over 300 female coaches to start and scale their online business. Before working as a strategist, Ricky Lee trained as a medical herbalist and guided wilderness expeditions throughout Canada, facilitated yoga and meditation experiences, and was the founder and formulator of an herbal supplement business. So Ricky Lee is really just this beautiful combination of soul and strategy. And so I'm excited for you to learn from her, um, for you to learn how to build a sustainable and profitable business. One of the things that you're also going to notice in the recording is that it might cut out two or three times really briefly. And that is due to my internet here in Costa Rica, which sometimes is excellent and other times can be um, a little bit dodgy. So um, overall, it did not impact the information that you're going to receive. So just know that that was 
and part of the joy of being nomadic and traveling around. <laughs> so um, I hope you enjoyed this episode and really soak in all of Ricky Lee's wisdom. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Soul-Bodied Entrepreneur. Today, I am so excited to talk with Ricky Lee Walls. Um, she is one of my mentors and someone that I'm so excited to interview so that she can share her immense wisdom on marketing and branding for your business. Thank you, Ricky Lee, for joining us and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here with you. Hey. So um, I'm really excited to just dive in and have the audience learn from you about how to build a sustainable business. One of the things that I just love to ask folks um, when they come on the show is to you know, just give us a sense of, you know, what brought you into this work, what inspires you about this work and, you know, why you do what you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's so interesting. Um, like a lot of people, I actually never wanted to be an entrepreneur. I was actually one of those people who were like, you know, X big, no, no go sign for the longest time. I, I grew up, um, surrounded by a lot of entrepreneurs who actually had a lot of hardships and it just was not a good thing. It was seemed like something I didn't want to venture into. And so I went down, you know, the, the, the hippie route. I was like, I just want to be in the forest and I just want to like hang out with animals. And, and that's totally my thing. And I, so yeah, I mean, without going too into like a crazy long story, I, I first started university studying wilderness leadership. I was supporting, um, you know, tourists through back countries and taking them on sea kayaking trips. And it was amazing. Um, and then I started getting to that place where it was like, huh, I do need to actually create a little bit of more financial security for myself to do some of these things that I really want to do, which brought me to actually um, studying herbal medicine and holistic nutrition. Like a lot of people, I think, in the industry actually kind of venture into that that route where we start with more of like the external, like physical body. And I was really interested in learning how to you know, heal my body and, and support people with that. And it was an amazing experience. And I started getting to the end of my clinical training. And I was like, oh, crap, like I need to start a business. Like, <laughs> like it's inevitable that I do need to create something to actually support and help people. So towards the end of my clinical training program, um, herbal medicine program, I started an e-commerce business with my partner, um, creating custom herbal formulations and standard formulations for dogs and cats. And these were sold across Canada in stores and people were ordering online and it was amazing. Um, and it taught me a lot about business and it really took off. It was an incredible, incredible business. It's called Companion Herbals. You can still creep us out. We're, we're no longer in business. But yeah, through that process, a lot of the colleagues and people that I had gone to school with were like, how are you doing this? Like, you know, at the time, a lot of the social media marketing world was still fairly new. And they're like, how are you like growing an audience? How are you doing all this stuff? And so I started just supporting them really you know, without asking for any money or anything, just like, Oh, do this, do this. And tiptoed into the coaching and consulting industry and realized like, wow, I do really love this. And I really love supporting entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs doing this in a soulful way. Like I was working with a lot of people who had come from a similar background than me. And, you know, one thing led to the next and got to this place in our business where 
the e-commerce business where it was like, you need to either scale this in a big way, outsource manufacturing, really get in with a distributor. We got to this place where it was, you know, we couldn't do it all on our own. And the question was like, do we want that? And the answer was no, it wasn't aligned with how I saw herbal medicine being delivered. And I let go of that business and went full force in coaching. Um, yeah, one thing led to the next. I started by just supporting um, herbal practitioners and nutrition practitioners. And then eventually about a year and a bit ago, I, um, I started supporting all personal brand service based entrepreneurs online and which brings me to where I am today. Mm-mm. Yeah, I love that story. And I just feel like you have this really grounded approach when it comes to business, like really simple and implementable. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope it's implementable for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, there's, um, there's this, I feel like there's a lot of fluff in business coaching and you just seem to really know how to explain things and frame things in a way that makes it really approachable and understandable. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, there's two things that kind of happened for me, right? Like starting that, that business, I kind of just made it sound like it happened and we grew, but I mean, it was not easy and there was a lot that I needed to learn and a lot of fluff I needed to sift through. So I didn't want that to be the same story for other people. And at the same time, my background was, you know, coming from this place of like, how can I really serve and do something of impact in the world. You know, I, I looked at entrepreneurship as this way of destructing the world and not actually building it up. So I was like, how can I do both of these things, right? Make it very easy, not easy, but support people in this process of impacting people in a really beautiful and powerful way. And ultimately, you know, my core belief, I know you know this, is I truly, truly believe that entrepreneurship will change the world. And it's a, it's a big part of my mission. Mm, yeah, yeah entrepreneurship does really disrupt things. And that's one of the things I really value about it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, so, you know, for you, I know that there's a lot of different moving parts when it comes to, you know, building a profit, a profitable and impactful business, but what are some of like the things that you would say are really the keys to success to building something that's really sustainable and profitable? Mm, yeah. <laughs> there's going to be like, Hmm. You're you're meeting you're actually interviewing two people. We'll we'll call her Soulful Ricky Lee, and, and they interweave together really beautifully. But I want to answer both of these parts for your audience so they get both aspects. Um, you know, on one hand, strategically, the keys for a really impactful and profitable business are a few things and they're, and they're not complicated and and potentially those of you listening may be like, Oh, that's too simple. And if it feels too simple for you, what I'm about to say, then I invite you to lean into this because um, it's what I've seen work for so many people. And sometimes we try to make it harder on ourselves as a way to self-sabotage. So from a strategic place, I really truly believe we start with having a very clear, and and a strategic brand so a clear message on who we are who we're serving and the problem we're helping them overcome and what we really truly believe about how we help them overcome that problem so what's what's the thing that you believe to be true about the work that you're actually doing becomes your core message and we then we share that through some sort of marketing channel or platform online whether that's 
on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, my invitation for you is to choose one or two. And we invite people then into an offer that solves, you know, solves in quotations that problems and supports them in overcoming their struggles. And, and then we repeat, and that's the strategic side. And it sounds so simple, right? Um, but that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. The, you know, so soulful Reiki, the other side is that we really need to lean into the areas that are uncomfortable and really speak our truth and take care of ourselves through this process. I think entrepreneurship is a, a very big test of trusting ourselves and trusting the process every single day. It's, it's a journey. It's never a quick fix. Here's the, here's the solution and your business blows up. And even if you are in a scenario where that happens, it's still a process. It's always a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for normalizing that, that it is a process. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things that you mentioned that really just resonated for me is that the way that you talk about it is really simple. And I know that I'm an overthinker and I know a lot of my clients tend to be overthinkers because <laughs> I really <laughs> help people with like the embodiment, like getting into the body. And so are there any tips that you can suggest if you're someone who tends to like make a big thing out of marketing, kind of, you know, make it bigger than it needs to be? How do you mm. kind of get out of that space? Yeah. Hmm. So the one thing I would suggest is bringing it back to what's most important. And we do this by actually remembering the person that we're serving. So I like to call this like a a service-based mindset or a service-based marketing strategy. And the way this looks, like an example might be like, you're really nervous to get on a Facebook Live. You have a whole bunch of ideas and you're you're getting lost. You're circling, you're spiraling with all the ideas that you want to share. And you're very fearful about what others are going to think. Will this live stream convert clients? You know, X, Y, Z, like all the things that start to happen. And what I like to invite my clients to do and all of you listening is to actually just remember that this is about serving someone and supporting someone who's going through something and helping them overcome a problem. So it's not about you at all. It's not about, you know, am I going to be able to do this? It's about what do I need to show up and do so that I can support these people? Yes. And I find that it really, it grounds you and it kind of sloughs off a lot of the, the excess circulating of stuff that that lives there Mm -hmm. yeah I love that piece of advice um I think it's easy to get into that like pressure cooker of you know I need to make my business work I need to be successful and like what you're talking about is just really this like whoosh really refocusing on what I'm here to do in the world and what my work in the world is yeah. yeah. And I don't say it in a way to, to make you any less important or to, for you to forget that you need to take care of yourself through this process. Entrepreneurship, like I said earlier, is a process and it's not always easy. It's definitely not always easy. And there's a lot of challenges. So that's important too. Um, but I do really think even from a strategic perspective, if we remember that ultimately we're showing up to support someone. I mean, that's the, the basis of business is to help someone overcome a problem, then it can really help you both strategically and, you know, mentally when you're struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, you know, 
a lot of what you do, you do like marketing and branding and and business in general. And I think, you know, for me, who, who tends to be more like in the internal space of what it means to be an entrepreneur, um, it's sometimes hard to tell the difference between like marketing and branding. Um, so how would you really like differentiate those two and, um, their importance in your business? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a great question. So I like to, I don't like to think, I know that actually branding is what determines your marketing. So it's actually the first step. It's the foundation and branding is for those of you who want to like, you know, solidify this a little bit more. It's much more than just your visuals, your logos, your fonts. And actually, I think even when you do dive into branding, you don't want to start there. That's actually the wrong place to start. Your your branding is your plan for the way that you're showing up in your business to ensure that it's actually perceived in the way that you want it to be perceived by your soulmate client so that they say yes. And it sounds kind of like a superficial thing, but really at the end of the day, it's you deciding who do I want to serve and how do I communicate to that person in a way that when they land on my social media page or on my website, they know they're in the right house. They know that they're in the right place. You know, how do I communicate my signature methodology or my core beliefs so that when someone who I'm not in the most alignment to serve lands on my website or my social media page and they go, thank you, but this isn't the right place, right? It goes both ways. So we start there. And then that actually helps us determine our marketing. So it determines, okay, well, if I know that I'm supporting, you know, service-based entrepreneurs, they hang out where? Okay, so we can start marketing that location. And okay, this is the person I'm speaking to. These are the kind of things that she has going on. These are the beliefs that I have. These are the things that I believe are required to facilitate or navigate the challenge that she is having. Those are the kinds of messages I'm going to share on that platform now. So it determines the kind of core messages that get shared. And then from there, it even helps determine the name of your offers, the, the sales process that you're taking people through, the, the kind of structure that you want to have in place. So um, branding and marketing kind of mesh together. They do feel like the same thing. And they definitely, I, in one aspect, I could say that they are the same thing. But a more concrete way to look at this is that your branding, your messaging determines your marketing. We start there. It's the foundation to your house and everything builds upon that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I like how you describe that in the way what's coming through for me is like branding is almost like the feeling. It's, it's kind of like an expression of who you are that manifests through like visuals or the words that you use or, um, mm -hmm things like that. And then the marketing is kind of an extraction from that, that kind of hones in on exactly who you're speaking to and what you're doing. Does that sound yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. And I also kind of think of it as the vehicle to share mm. your, your brand, mm. the marketing is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and one of the things that you said struck me, which is, and I think you said this where you said that branding is not where you should start. Is that right? No, no, no. Branding is where you should start, but the okay. visual aspect of your brand is mm -hmm. not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I was like, wait, where do we start? Then? <laughs> where do we start? I mean, honestly, we're getting really nitpicky here. Um, 
I actually like to take my clients through a process that I call Entrepreneurs Unplugged. And it's a process of actually unplugging from everything and looking inwards before we even start working on how this brand strategy is going to manifest into like words, into, into, into actual plans. Um, so that's actually the place to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, cause it comes from within you first. Right. And sometimes when we get so over-focused on like thinking about how we look or how we present, it takes us out of our own vibration of who we really are and what we're here to do. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, the other reason that I do that is because I find that a lot of us really, I, I work with a lot of very like driven women who are uh, for a long time trying to figure this all out on their own. And the, the, uh, the effects of that is usually a lot of comparison. And then that comparison influences the way you brand yourself. And if that's the way you're branding yourself, then you're not going to show up fully in your like magnetism, right? Like it's not going to be the most aligned version of yourself. So we do need this process of actually like unraveling from everything that we're connected to to tap back into what's what's truly there. Mm, yeah, I love that. Um, and I love the concept of being unplugged. I think we all need a little bit more of that in our life. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, so while we're chatting about branding, um, you know, one of the things that I, I talk about is the importance of being authentic and who we are in the online space and really showing our multidimensionality um, to our clients, because I do think that that's how we magnetize people to us. And I know that with branding, there's definitely a message that I receive that it's really important to be consistent in the kind of image that you project in your business. And, you know, my external observation and some of the you know, things that I've often battled with in my own businesses, you know, how, how much of myself and when do I show myself and how do I also keep my message consistent and how can I kind of hold both of these things in the same place? So Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of curious to hear your perspective on that. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a good question. And, and to be honest, it's a, it's something that I'm, I'm really processing with right now. It's kind of been showing up a lot just in some, some messages I've had with some other clients and, and some things I've been seeing in social media. So it's a really, it's a really great question. And I can share with you where I feel like I'm at in terms of how we navigate this. Um, so it's from a strategic perspective, it's like you said, it is really, um, important to show up uh, like cohesive. We want to have this cohesive and consistent brand so that we are easily able to, someone's easily able to remark upon us. So I like to break down this word remarkable because it seems like remarkable means you need to be some sort of irresistible, special, like have this like sparkly, like everything needs to be crazy different. But in truth, the word remarkable just simply means to remark on something. And so if someone speaks about something or shares something on social media that you find remarkable, meaning you want to share that with somebody else. It it helps us uh, spread your brand. It helps us grow your audience because there's something to remark at. And in order for something to be remarkable, we do need to kind of stay within these core 
beliefs and core ideas. Otherwise, it becomes very watered down and, and confusing for the person to consume. So it is from a strategic perspective, important to be consistent in the way we're showing up and sharing these core ideas over and over again. So I like to help my clients identify core values that they have and core beliefs that they are sharing and, you know, core um, ideas in the way that they're moving their clients to overcoming that problem, whatever they are serving. And at the same time, we have a personal brand and it's really important, especially now more than ever, that we are showing up fully in all of ourselves. And it's a little bit of a discernment and a battle that goes on because I, I believe that our personal brand business is an extension of who we are. It is not who we are. It's an extension. And so therefore me just saying that means that we don't show up fully as myself, like in my, my business. And I'm, I'm not totally believing that nowadays. So on one hand, <laughs> I'm kind of going back and forth, but I'll share everything so that you guys have some context. The reason why it's important to understand that you are not your business and that you're an extension of your business as a personal brand is it very important when you start to scale. It's very important when you start to have experiences that you closely interweave your emotions through. So if you have a really bad launch, it does not mean that you are a bad person. Just the same as if you have a really great launch, it doesn't mean that you're somehow like this amazing person. You are still you. So in that sense, it's you are an extension of you and it's not fully you. But when it comes to showing all aspects of you and your multidimensionality, I really do believe that's important. And right now what, I, what I'm expressing to a lot of people in terms of like how we do that is actually through story. So I think that we as a business, a personal brand can still be consistent in the way we're showing up and still show all of our multidimensionality through story. So you, I was just talking to someone about this. They were saying um, they really like um, Isai Mario's the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, you know, I, you know, what if I want to share Isai Mario's is that that's like totally off brand for me. And I said, well, if that's who you are and you really want to share this experience, you can still share that experience and, and bring it down and simmer it down to instill your core message at the end of that, that post or the end of that, you know, podcast episode, for example. So there, in a way, it is important to show up in all aspects of you and it is important to show up with consistency. And there is a way to do all of those things, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a very, um, it's very complex in so many ways. And mm-hmm. especially if you're an entrepreneur who's building a personal brand. Um, and I told, and I agree with you in terms of you're an extension, you're not, you are not the entire business, especially when you're starting to scale, but the, there's like this, I don't know, there's something about like building a personal brand and coaching where you, you are, I don't want to say required, but like there is, a larger extent of you that's meant to show up in the space because I feel like people are really, it's not, I mean, yes, they, people are buying the transformation that you're providing, but they're also like really connected to you and who you are in that space. They have to somehow relate to you as a human being too. And so it feels like it kind of changes the, the energy of how, you know, business is done sometimes with personal branding 
in coaching. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you would agree with that, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, you cut out just for a second there. So I missed one little thing, but I think I, I captured it all. Um, your Costa Rica internet. Yeah, you know, it's been a little bit jumpy, so hopefully we make it through <laughs> the rest of this podcast episode. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But I, yeah, I a hundred percent agree. It's a, it's a different terrain for us to navigate when we compare it to other like corporations, for example, and how they're branding themselves. Um, I think there's another element that I'm, I'm not like speaking to as well, which is, you know, multidimensionality in terms of like actually having the permission to show up in so many different facets of yourself. And is that okay? And, you know, I think 110% it's okay. And it's what's necessary because like what you're saying is we uh, eventually, we are like investing in a transformation and someone to support us through overcoming something that we support with. But at the end of the day, we're only going to be magnetized, drawn and saying yes to someone that we do feel this deep connection with. And connection comes through sharing all of who we are. And then the strategic Ricky says, you can show all of who you are. And it's important to still have these core messages shared through so that you can have this cohesive brand moving forward. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, well, and something, you know, I found for myself is there's always a way for me to relate something really personal back to the mission that I'm yes. here to do. And so for me, it's been a practice of like, okay, like I really want to share this and how does this relate to my larger work in the world? And so I know that a lot of entrepreneurs like struggle with, you know, do I share my political beliefs? Do I share like the horrible stuff that's happening in the world? How do I, how do I show up in that space? And for me, it's like, it's like a hell yes. We need to share that because ultimately we're here to create change. We're here to disrupt. And one of the ways that we do that is through, you know, sharing our political beliefs. Like it's all interconnected. We're all interconnected in that. It Mm -hmm. affects all of us. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Um, So I know that there's a ton of different kinds of business coaches that you can find in the online space um, who have so many different approaches to, you know, how to be successful in business. Um, And I know that there's, you know, a lot of like formulas, step-by-step processes that you can, um, that you can buy from coaches or enroll in programs that kind of teach that for making six figures or however much money. Um, what's your take on that and how do you approach marketing and branding work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, I love this question because you know what I believe. <laughs> I know and I love it. And that's why I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yes. Okay. So it's very uh, attractive and it works very well to sell a signature methodology, which is why I think a lot of people, um, do this in the industry. I always come back to this idea of service, which is something we've already spoken to. And when I ask myself what is actually required in order to support my my clients get to that you know, revenue level they want, the impact level they want, whatever it is, the answer has never been a step-by-step process. It's never been a signature thing. And believe me, I, I've tried this because you know, I love, it's part of branding. It's a part of, you know, creating some sort of thing that you're known for. 
And so I, I really truly believe that because we are all very different human beings and we're all here with very different missions for our businesses and for the way we work, that we all require different approaches in growing our business. And instead of this is the step-by-step way to get to six figures, or even, you know, this is the step-by-step way to sell out your offers. I like to teach whatever the most current way of understanding business is so that I can actually empower my clients to become competent business owners to make those decisions on their own. So, you know, the way this looks is like, I'll share like the ideas of marketing, like what's the point of it? What are the core theories? Like, oh, why are we sharing teaching content? Why does that matter? But at the end of the day, it's their choice whether they want to have a six-week launch or they don't ever want to do launches or if they want to be on YouTube or if they want to just have a podcast. Um, And no matter what they choose, we get to make that be the way that they get to whatever goal they have. And that's what I I truly believe. So I, um, I do think that this method requires that I have a wider scape of knowledge because what happens with these signature methodologies for other business owners is that they have like one thing that they teach over and over again. Um, And so if, you know, someone comes to me and they have a totally different idea than somebody else in the group program that I'm hosting, and it does require that I navigate different terrains, but I, I ultimately it's what's works best for my clients so and I love it. it it's beautiful it's the way it should be yeah yeah and I mean business should feel good and I I think that often when there's a step-by-step process there's not it's, it's not going to work for everyone it's not going to feel good for everyone um, so I love the fact that you um, really allow people to come up with their own individual way of being successful in business mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and yeah Yeah. Um, I think one of the, one of the things that I've seen within myself as I've kind of really, it's kind of like that balance of like embodiment and then marketing and strategy and business. And for me, it's always been, I need to be embodied in myself and my own energy to know how to really market myself effectively Um, And that, that piece is always so important, like the combination of those two. And it feels like that's a little bit of what we're talking about. Does that sound right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the same as when I talk from like a strategic perspective and I say, oh, we need to work on your brand first. And that's like the foundation that we build on. I mean, when I say actually entrepreneurs unplugged and, and tapping into you and really embodying where you're at and your message is the first step. I mean, that's that's exactly what I'm saying and exactly what you're saying. I I truly believe that too, because ultimately uh, then we, if we're not doing that first, then we make decisions from a place that may be of misalignment or we're not fully ready or we're not actually quite sure. So sometimes like, I think it's, it's so interesting because people do have success with like step-by-step formulas or signature methodologies. And I wonder sometimes if it's because they, they're not at a place to make, it's not like they're, they can't make their own decisions. It's just that they want the answer and then they just take action instead of really understanding or embodying it first and then feeling really empowered. And often what I see in those situations that people leave the programs and they've had success, but then, they don't know what to do. 
they don't know how to take action from there. Mm-hmm. And I actually have this goal. It's, it's so like backwards in the industry is that I really like after someone works with me for like, you know, maximum six months, maybe they do a group program. Maybe they just do a group program. Maybe they do like a, you know, VIP day and like three months. Like my goal is for them never to have to continue working with me because the work I do is a lot more strategic and I want to support someone getting to a place where they are comfortable and doing that on their own and that they don't actually need me. Like there's no attachment there. Mm. I mean, the work you do is different, but from a strategic perspective. Mm. Yeah. And that's something that I really value about you is just really empowering someone else to be, become a marketer, become um, you know, a salesperson in their own business. Cause I think that that's a skill we all need when we have our, you know, when we have our businesses that we're not reliant on someone outside of ourselves to, to make that happen. So yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, there was a thought that I had, but now it's escaping me. Maybe it'll come back. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's so important. Oh yeah. What I wanted to say is um, when you were mentioning just, you know, people applying different formulas and having success with it. I think one of the things that I've seen is it's not that you can't have success with it, but I think that people, um, what I see in entrepreneurs is that there's like this sense of disconnection from themselves that happens and like this real lack of joy that they have eventually um, in their business because, you know, they're, I find that people aren't really tapping into what's inside of them um, and they're just kind of disconnecting and doing what they think they should be doing. So it, it just like breeds this like deeper disconnection within. So that's a lot of what I've seen happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would honestly agree. I really like the way you explain that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, awesome. Well, I really would love to um, just also learn a little bit about you in terms of um, what kinds of things you've been stepping into in your business. Cause I feel like we can learn so much from our own personal leadership. Um, and I'd love to hear what one of the biggest edges has been for you in the past couple of months in your own mm-hmm. business. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually going to share two with you. Um, because I really want to role model vulnerability, just being truthful and transparent with your audience. Um, so the first one, many of you may or may not know if you actually follow me at all. Um, I actually didn't have a business for almost six months of this year. So I've been coaching, you know, if we included that six months, it'd be about two and a half, three years now. And for that chunk of time, I actually closed down my business and was a support coach inside another entrepreneur's business. And it was not the best fit. And I left my business chasing something external that didn't align with my values. And one of the hardest things that I ever did was leaving that situation because, you know, externally, everybody that doesn't understand entrepreneurship would look at my situation and say, well, you have recurring income. You're basically doing the same thing that you were doing before. So I was a support coach and a marketing director. Um, so same thing that I'm doing now, except that there wasn't the pressure of entrepreneurship. 
And still there was a huge disconnect and it was the hardest, you know, like in terms of my heart and my soul, it was just like, you know, yelling out, like it was a very hard time. And so that leap back to entrepreneurship was very scary. And I mean, I've had so many reassurances and things that have happened since I've stepped back full time into my business that have said like a hundred percent you're in the right place now, but making that step is, is never easy. And so that was a, a big one for me. And then, um, also the, the second thing that I know you're aware of Anna is a big part of my message message and mission is to really help entrepreneurs make a really big impact in the world. So I do think that getting them to a financial level is important for that level of security and the ability to have the resources and space to do the impact. Um, but bigger than that, it's to change things. And the, the behind the scenes, the most important thing for me has always been around environmental activism. And I don't talk about it. I, um, I don't speak outwardly about it on social media and uh, a few days ago, I was sitting with like, okay, what what does Ricky really get to lean into now? Like, what's my next edge? What needs to be something that I really need to be speaking about and standing for? And this came up and I was like, holy crap, that's really scary. Like, I don't know what people will think. What if I say it in the wrong way? There's so much language that is a yay or nay thing to say now that I'm like, if I don't, you know, especially to coming into more political stuff, I'm like, oh my God. And then like I was just saying to all of you at the very beginning, when you get stuck in this cycle and this spiral of what's going on in my head, I was like, but what's most important here to serve my clients? What's most important to, to role model the, the life that I desire and the life that I think most entrepreneurs need to be stepping into? And it was like, girl, you need to be talking about this more. And so that's what I'm leaning into. And it's a very fresh thing to be speaking more outwardly about climate change and um, just things that we can do to really support our global crisis. Um, so that's something I've leaned into. Thank you for asking that question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for being vulnerable and sharing your journey. Um, and first, like, I am, well, you know how excited I am that you're back in your business. <laughs> Yeah, I missed. Oh, what happened? I, I was shocked when you left, and I was like, "What is going on?" Um, <laughs> so I'm really happy that you're back, and um, and I just, you know, I'm I'm excited that I love the way that you show up in your own leadership and like really ask yourself the hard questions of like, "What's my edge, and how can I step into it and do it anyway, despite some of the fear." Um, that I'm feeling. Um, so I was really excited to see you speak about that because I, I just, you know, I hold the position that we all need to need to speak our truths and kind of have a, I, w- I don't want to say effort mentality, but like, I guess just prepare ourselves for the fact that people aren't always going to like what we have to say, but really find the safety within ourselves to like, know this is right because it's one of my values. So um, just applauding you for your courage. And, and I know it takes a lot because I've been there too. And I'm there with a lot of different things as well. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so um, the last ish question, um, other than, (laughs) other than just learning a little bit more about your offerings is if you could give one piece of advice to entrepreneurs who want to 
you know, build a really sustainable and scalable business, what would it be? Mm. <laughs> I mean, you can make it two if you want. Like, <laughs> one thing is like one of my hardest things. I never can just give one thing. Yeah. Um, ooh, lean into that one thing. What is the one thing? I, yeah. I want to, yeah. <laughs> I think the one thing for me to really like impart with all of you is to really remember your why and why you're really doing this. I know it sounds super cliche and I kind of said it over and over again throughout this podcast, but until you embody it, until you actually put the, the exercise into practice, you won't realize how powerful it is. Um, the ripple effect that happens when you remember why you're doing this, who you're actually serving and what's most important to them will ripple into like, you know, what action should I be taking here? It'll, it'll enable you to really trust the process more. It'll give you more confidence. Um, and yeah, so that's what I, I really like to share for all of you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you there. I feel like it's something that I come back to again and again, especially when I'm in a place of discouragement, it's like, why am I doing it? Um, mm -hmm. And that always helps to propel me forward. So yeah, thank you for that. Um, now I know that you have an amazing program that you're in the middle of launching. Um, and I'd love for you to share about that program or about any other offering, um, and how people can find you and connect with you. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm launching for my program called your profitable brand, and it's a four month group business mentorship program for service-based entrepreneurs. Um, the, the goal is to create, uh, uh, to help you become a very competent business owner, like we were speaking about before. But through the program, I take you through a process of learning and uncovering your authentic brand and creating your signature offers and creating your own customized and aligned marketing and sales strategies to successfully sell those offers and to grow your business. My, my goal is to support you in getting to six figures, um, but more importantly is to help you create a really impactful business that changed the world. And so the, the women that I'm calling into this program and there is an application process is those of you that are very driven to, to change something, you have a, a very um, clear mission. So that's YPV and I'm really excited about it. It's our first round of enrollment. Um, and so yeah, that'll be probably still open when you're sharing this. If not, there'll be a, a wait list you guys can get on if you're interested at all. And then other than that program, I, I hang out primarily on Instagram. So I'd love to connect with you all. I, I hang out mostly out of everywhere on Instagram stories. Um, so love to see you there. You can definitely say hi. I'm not a stranger. I love to chat with people. Um, yeah. Mm, yeah. I'm an Instagram person too. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, thank you so much, Ricky Lee, for being here, for sharing your wisdom and, you know, for doing what you do for female entrepreneurs because I, I know that it's one of the biggest needs is to really be able to make our businesses sustainable so thank you so much yeah you're so welcome thanks for having me